Welcome back to Paranormal XL Podcast. Feels like it's been forever. I know. I've missed Mama so much. You guys have no idea. <laughs> I've really, really needed this. It's been a, a weird couple weeks, really. It has. It's been like, like nonstop chaos. Yes. Just just the way it is, I guess, sometimes. Chaos but. and the sickness. The sickness got into my house. That was oh, horrible. Yeah. It was, yeah. It's and going all, around. All I kept thinking was, get out with the sickness. You know that song? Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, no, sir, that's not what this is. <laughs> Anyhow, then. So, yeah, let's get back to normal. Let's get back to paranormal. There you go. Now that we're all back and getting happy. with it. Yeah, getting jiggy in the gypsy wagon. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> oh, this going to be a funny one. I can, I can already see it. We're already going there. Hell yeah. So, with all this excitement, we did want to do a giveaway again. I did this before where I felt like I needed to sing everything, and I'm right. really, really sorry because I'm a horrible singer. Unless you catch me in the shower singing, I think I'm great. The rest of the house does not. Well, the acoustics but, in there are fabulous. Oh, yeah. It just bounces right off those walls right back to mm-hmm. you, and you're like, yeah. oh, man, who yeah. is that? That's nice. Yeah. 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 And then you fall <laughs> <laughs> on the slippery floor, and then you get bruises, and then, yeah, anyway. Ouch. <laughs> So we, we want to do a giveaway, and what you have to do is, so the first three emails we receive with topics for our one-year anniversary show. I cannot believe it's been a year. I know, that is like, kind of crazy. I'm like, wait, where'd the other 12 months go? Like, oh my god, boom, it's there. A year goes by fast, it really does. I, you don't realize it before, no. you know, until it's here, and you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah, holy shit, because I, yeah, I got looking at all of our um, episodes and stuff. I'm like, wait a minute. And then I go look at the first release date and I'm like, holy shit. But it wasn't even the first release dates when we started. It was like two weeks prior to that when we started recording. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. Wow. Fucking A. Now we're all explicit. <laughs> at first we're like, no, no, no words. No naughty words. <laughs> They're right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we edited those out. Now we don't. <laughs> don't. So anyway, back to business. <laughs> So the first three emails we receive with topics for our one-year anniversary show, when you send that email, also include shipping address so you can get your Paranormal XL flashlights. They're nothing extravagant, but we want some cool ideas and we want to get back to you guys as well. So That's right. So either way, it's pretty awesome. We get your ideas. We'll re- also read them on the podcast. And you guys get like an awesome flashlight from Gigi and Mama Mary. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, I just put, I know not totally awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I know not totally awesome, but we need to start somewhere. That's right. <laughs> I literally put LOL in my notes. <laughs> so we're supposed to laugh out loud. <laughs> we, we are. We, we have been. <laughs> so those emails need to be sent to paranormalxl at writeme.com. Again, paranormalxl <laughs> at writeme.com. So this week, we are going to talk about Armageddon or the apocalypse. I said, do we have any preppers in the, his house? <laughs> I used to be. However, I just had to explain to Mama what a prepper is. Um, She asked if it was like a fluffer, and we had a very fun, awkward conversation about that. Here we are now. So is there any fluffers in the house? <laughs> Fluff this, baby. <laughs> So we may have broken to the line a little early. But that's all right. I put LOL again. Because <laughs> it's funny. 
like, oh. But no, I never knew a prepper was a thing. I, I really thought when you were talking about a prepper, I was thinking of Fluffer. Because I remember that movie. I don't even... I don't even remember what movie it was, but it was like a like that porn movie. They're like, bring out the fluffer, bring out the prepper. Oh, was it like blah 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 and blah 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 make a porno? <laughs> Something like that. that. One. Oh, that's so funny. I'm taking off my sneakers. <laughs> my little toesies are cold. So you used to prep, huh? Yeah, I uh, used to. Yeah, I had, had I had my bug out bag until recently. That was the last part of it. Um, and then I emptied that out because I wanted the bag. <laughs> <laughs> It was, like, a really sweet, um, awesome, like, backpacking, hiking bag that would hold, like, water and stuff in it. But I had, like, I looked up all this stuff to, like, keep you warm and everything. So I bought, like, those little tea light candles. Uh-huh. And then I bought the ceramic, small ceramic um, little pots that you would plant in. Now you light that and then you put that pot around it and then you have yourself a little heater. Oh, wow. It gets warm and then it... It generates the heat. Yeah. Yeah. Had that. I had um, the warm... Those little hand warmer things. I got those for like 10 cents a pack. I went after winter one year at like Walgreens or Rite Aid or something. I'm like, yeah, cleaned off the whole shelf. I'm like, yeah, these are go awesome in my bug out bag. Yeah. Bug out bag. Pretty sweet. And then my baby daddy, to my son, he was big into prepping too. He had a whole like area in the basement for it. I mean, he had cases on top of cases of water. He had the big five-gallon drums of, like, rice and noodles, things that wouldn't go bad. Uh-huh. And he was so funny because he – anything that could, like, canned goods, um, like, rice in a bag and stuff like that, he had too. But he had it all organized down there. So, it was, like, dinner time. He'd be like, Ethan, let's go to the store. So, they go down and he had it um, padlocked shut. And I'm like, Ethan's really going to think this is the store. <laughs> But he had like this little basket. He'd have Ethan put stuff in there that he wanted with dinner. And but he had blankets down there, plenty of lighters, ammo, guns, all that stuff in case shit went to hell. Like the the, the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Well, that's really what we were training for this whole time. I actually, um, a cousin of mine, a step cousin, and I found out this last year. He has a bunker. He's all ready for the end of the world. Like he was way like. Whoa, and I was like, okay, I'm coming to your house. <laughs> well, I was like, holy shit. Because he, he's like on his shit. Like, he's, he's got the underground bunker. It, it's, it's stocked with everything to keep them alive for a year and, <clears throat> and like up to so many other people, you know. Because they say if you're prepping for the end of the world, to have a group. Oh, yeah. And then practice that every so often where you, you know, if you all have to meet, like, people go fucking nuts. You got to meet somewhere, find a place out in the middle of nowhere, meet up. Go do what you got to do because you don't want people to know where your bunker is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it, it's got to be kind of private, like a private society, I guess. Well, that kind of makes sense. Like, yeah. And I used to watch the Preppers show. They used to have a show. Really? Yeah. And the, some of them are really weird. The interesting thing on the Preppers show was learning the different reasons why people were Preppers. Like, how they thought the world was going to end. Because it did. It went all the way from the zombie apocalypse to just the um the grids going out. Yeah, everybody you know? everybody has their there's tons. There's mm-hmm. so and they they predicted it so many different times. Mm-hmm. You know, the world coming to it. And just like when they talk about there's going to be fire and brimstone. There is literally fire and brimstone and floods <laughs> every single year. Right. There's literally the plague every single year. Yeah. So like right now we have the coronavirus. That's a little mini plague. And that's just that's just because the energies are lighting for it. Oh, no. I'll it's tell you what it is. We need to thin the fucking herd. Well, that's Because too. we got people out there snorting condoms, trying to eat Tide Pods. It's time to thin the fucking herd. I don't mean to be heartless, and this may just be this wine talking. It's not. But we need to thin the fucking herd. 
bring to, on the plague, whatever you need to do. We need to send the fluffers. <laughs> yeah, send in the fluffers. You mother fluffers. <laughs> yeah, we need to start over. So send the plague and then send in the fluffers there so we go. can, yep, got it. Oh, my God, why aren't we running the world? I don't know. <laughs> We have all the answers, Everybody people. would be happy. We'd have fluffers <laughs> and peppers. <laughs> We'd have a bunch of weird shit going on, I can tell you that. that. Little creatures running everywhere. Yeah. Doing our bidding with little minions. Who doesn't want a minion? Come on. A and pop- a baby Yoda. I want a baby Yoda. That would be super cute. Oh, my God. I'd just love it. And I'd snuggle it. Pinch his cheeks. Yeah. But first, we got then this herd. So, okay. What do you think about Armageddon? Well, t- to be honest, I really don't believe... In the in the end of the world, so to speak, I do okay. believe that we're always coming into cycles where we're ending the world as we know it. It's sort right. of like when we had, you know, the Mayan calendar, mm-hmm. and in 2012, and everybody's like, "The world's going to end." No, I don't it think is. so. Really, I think um, it's how we know it. Okay, everything's so not really. We, we shift into the next ascension, into a higher vibration. There's more awakening. We go to the next level, so the world okay. changes as we know it. You know, sort of just, just like thirty years ago, nobody had smartphones. We had pagers. Think about that. The little <laughs> yeah, thing you carried on your, uh, your, your, yeah, yeah, your waist. And Dad used to let me carry his. <laughs> exactly. They'd page you, and you'd be like, "Oh, I gotta go use the pay, pay phone. phone." Yeah, you got a quarter. <laughs> How many people out there remember a pay phone? Okay. Just, well, yeah, that's what Superman uses to change, isn't it's it? It's sort of like the world as we know it. I really think we literally go through the Armageddon every single day. It's what we're doing. Okay. We are fighting. The light workers are always fighting the negative energy and the evil energy that's out there. It's, it's literally Armageddon as we speak so you every think single day. Maybe the term Armageddon got taken out of content over time as far as how... I feel like when it comes to like the Christian idea, it's there to instill fear. That fire, makes sense. fire and brimstone, you know, the plague and the, the flooding. We, we do that all the time. It's nothing different. But I think we are constantly, we constantly live in the Armageddon where we're fighting the good with the evil. Right. Every day. Look, okay, I'm not very political, but look at politics right now. That's yeah. literally an Armageddon. Right. No, just look at just yeah. watching it you can see it it's what we're doing right now i think there's a lot of different definitions and terms for that do yes. i see the world ending no not really can i see things um being destroyed because mm-hmm. the planet needs to be taken care of better yeah do i see the whole world imploding no no it's not in our lifetime yeah no I mean, just just the world as we know it that makes sense. So, okay, with that being said, let's get into what the dictionary says Armageddon is. Okay. Since you said the bu- bi- 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 biblical thing. <laughs> so, okay, Armageddon. In the New Testament, the last battle between good and evil before the Day of Judgment. A biblical hill of Magetto, an ar- archaeologist site on the plain of Estrelan, south of present-day Hephaeah in Israel. The place where the last battle between good and evil will be fought. A dramatic and catastrophic conflict typically seen as likely to destroy the world or the human race. Um, now, in my research, it said that actually the word Armageddon is only mentioned once in the Bible. Mm-hmm. I don't, but it's always, it's been such a big thing, which is, I, 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 I told, actually, I, I really very much agree with you that it, it was put in there too and feel, in, well, and still cause, fear. Because the fear fuels it. So everybody, you know, that's what's holding us back from moving to that fifth dimension where it's all about love and light. It's all about love. The fear is holding us back. That's where your Armageddon is, is learning how to love and let go of that fear. 
and to trust and have faith. That's why the darkness comes in and you'll see the darkness come through people who do things against you to instill that pain and fear. That's why you rise above it. The more the more you rise above what people try to do to you, that's your own Armageddon. That's your personal right. Armageddon. The more you rise above that and value yourself and love yourself, the more you raise your vibration. Then the more you can instill that message to somebody else, they raise their vibration. Yeah, but I really want to see if I can survive zombies. Well, we can. We can do like <laughs> uh, we can do like a play acting thing. We can get the kids. <laughs> they can be the zombies. Yeah, oh, sweet. They're already zombies. <laughs> that's true. That's they already true. torture us. That's very true. It is true. I like this game. <laughs> and then we could just go shoot them with fake guns. With yeah, fake guns. with fake guns. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> a little bit of revenge. That's right. Um, okay, so you think everybody has their own personal Armageddon per I think se? So kinda. you know, it's all about cycles. We we constantly go through cycles and. I'm really sure every person listening to this can sit down and think about it for a minute and realize that statement is the same old shit, different day. That's the truth. Unless mm-hmm. you change your shit. Take some air. But lines. what about us as like a whole? Like with the world. Like you said, I don't think we're just gonna like be done. No. I don't but think, I think so either. I do think something drastic will happen that to, like kind of like a reset for us humans, where like whether they take us back to the dark ages, whatever Cool. Well, I'm I, just saying. I do believe I, that it's like the spiritual ascension. So the the more you evolve and the more you start to have faith, not just you know, and not in spirituality or being a spiritualist, but whatever your faith is. If you're a Catholic, be a Catholic. If you're a Christian, be a Christian. It's all right. about that faith and that love and that light. So the more you raise up with that, you 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 don't take the chance of being taken out by darkness. But see, there's a lot of different ways to be taken by darkness. You could be a drug addict and overdose. Oh yeah, you know I, I think it's it's sort of like that. It's that's how um, extinction happens is not seeing your own light. There's always going to be catastrophic events. Always, you're oh, not yeah. going to get away from that. No. Does that mean it's Armageddon? Because I know people like freak out. Like, okay, remember when we had that earthquake here? Yeah, you know, and then the big fires, the tsunamis and stuff. That's just that's mother nature. Like, yeah, just don't piss her off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, look what we're doing to the planet. I get pissed off too because that planet's mine. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not saying that's what it is, but it's weather. That that's just something that happens. Don't live in a place where you're prone to those big catastrophes. Like, oh yeah, you know. Uh, I don't know. I got so many different thoughts on Armageddon. <laughs> well, because it can go anywhere, really. Mm-hmm. So it, it it really kind of depends on how you see it and how you want to view it. You know, I've always said, and I've said it probably many times throughout the podcast, that we, every day, live in Armageddon. The light workers are here to fight off the darkness. Mm-hmm. We help the people who get filled with anxiety because the darkness feeds off that energy so right. that we can raise the, it's time for ascension. That's where we're at. Aquarius right. season started that. And now we're going to move into Pisces season. So it's it's going to finish off what we started. I can I, I can guarantee eight out of 10 people have really started thinking more about spirituality, what it all means, what it means oh, to yeah. them and how they want to grow and how they want to be more compassionate and loving and connected. And there's a reason for that. It's energetic, but... Mm-hmm. It's an everyday. It is an everyday Armageddon, and the people who are more sensitive, they feel that. That's why mm-hmm. they feel so much anxiety and stress and pain. <laughs> As I drink more wine, <laughs> thank God for the wine. As I light my next cigarette, no. and fluffers, <laughs> and, fl- and fluffers, and fluffers. 
<laughs> Can't believe you never knew. That. I didn't you know that. You're gonna let's see if you can find some of those episodes. And I was, I was seriously thinking, oh my god, is that the same thing as a fluffer? Like, do I say something? She was a fluffer. Weird. Like, did it pay good? <laughs> I've been looking for a side job. Did it have um, benefits? I'm always about my side hustle. All right. <laughs> hey, you do what you gotta do. Uh, exactly. <laughs> go big or go home. <laughs> what? What? Still can't believe I ever said it in the first episode. It's my family. Did you really just say go big or go home? I did. And then I'm like, Mary, did I really just say? <laughs> You're like, you did. <laughs> Great times. Just saying. So, okay. <laughs> so how many times do you think they've actually predicted the world coming to an end? A lot. A lot. I, like I could, I, I've researched where it dates all the way back, like to the 1600s. Well, probably as many times as people been fluffed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to tie that in there. <laughs> That's great. Oh. <sighs> so, yeah, I, I. Well, so many people think that they can just call that out. I remember Y2K, 2000. Oh, yeah. I was at I the Metallica concert. Waiting for everything to go out. Yeah. I was oh, like, oh, yeah. my God, everything go No, man, we even fucking left that concert early. Do you know how mad I was? Because then they all came out together. It was like 10 New Jet Power Man 5000, Metallica. I think Kid Rock was there. I believe there was one other one. And they all played a great show. We left early thinking that everything's going to go to hell. And then they all came out and did an epic ending together that we missed. Like a one in a lifetime thing that we could have seen because we thought everybody's going to die. <laughs> and all the computers were going to go to zero. And then that was just going to destroy everything. Yep. Yeah. Everything's over. And then, yeah. Anyway, so I was really mad about that. And then the world didn't end. And then I was just left being mad. Yeah, it was time to move on. Yeah. Uh, well, there is one um, they started talking about like 200 years ago, mm-hmm. 1816. So I'll just read off of it because it'll be easier. Okay. Something was also in the air. It was a 100 megaton sulfate aerosol layer. It was girding the planet and it was made up of material thrown into the, the stratosphere by the eruption of Mount Tambora, which was in Indonesia the previous year. So it got up into the atmosphere and then kind of just circulated around. But people was noticing this and thought that this was the end of the world. And when it was just a volcanic eruption, it was uh-huh. in the air. Uh-huh. And um, so they really decided the world was coming to an end because the sky was getting dark because it was so um, thick that it was like, yeah, darkening out the sky. Yeah. yeah. that Okay. Going back to what you said about how you think Armageddon, how they word it is, is to instill fear. See, that's exactly what that did. Because then everybody's like, oh, my God, you know, and then nobody died. And then they're like, oh, my God, we get a second chance. We need to uh, mm-hmm. and listen and we need to follow this person because this is, you know, oh, you got scared into that. Huh. That makes sense. And another thing, because we talk about, I think, well, we talk a lot about the apocalypse coming from Christians, but not mm-hmm. like necessarily. I think it's always been an idea. Because yes. yes. like, well, when, I um, think people, I'm sorry, Armageddon is the Christian term. I yes. believe to me, and then apocalypse is everybody else. Yeah, kind like, of. Well, like it's funny because if you date it back, we talk about the Romans when Christianity started coming out. They deemed Christianity was weird and possibly a sorcerous cult practiced by rednecks and illiterates. <laughs> Until suddenly, it was the forest behind Sorry. the whole entire yeah. empire. So it's kind of like your speculation. What what perception? You know, how many people perceive this is truth? How many people perceive this is truth? And What's the biggest number? Because then that's your truth. So mm. I think, you know, the truths are created by the masses, which sometimes oh, have asses sure. in them. 
Yeah. Saying. Most of the time. <laughs> Most of the time. You don't always got to be a follower. If you believe in something else, that's okay. Like, for reals. Mm-hmm. I believe in all sorts of different weird shit. <laughs> well, they've done polls, and like um, 35% of Americans believe that the apocalypse, this is where, this is where, like, it kind of blew my mind. There's like 35% of people believe in extraterrestrials, and like mm-hmm. 26 believe that the extraterrestrials are going to bring the apocalypse. There's even a Christian group out there who says the extraterrestrial, the extra, okay, I can't aliens. say that one. The aliens. They're going to bring the end of the world. There's like a Christian group out there. But you believe in aliens, do do. you think? I do. But I had a dream and I was told that aliens are hot and to be nice to them. Channing. (laughs) Have I I talked? Thor. I've talked about this dream. I was just in there. Oh, yeah. And the hot hot guy from Thor and that hot black guy from Criminal Minds, all of a sudden they're there. And I'm like, okay, so what are two hot guys doing in my room? who the fuck cares have fun and they said we're really not hot we're just aliens and you need to go tell people that we're nice and it's gonna be okay and i said okay i said so you're telling me all hot people are aliens and they said yes and then three days later i watched men in black three and they were coming down the stairs and will smith said i never would have thought that all hot people were aliens i'm like boom right there boom yep drop Mm -hmm. the mic everything's done I can die a happy person yep. now that I have that answer. <laughs> I love so I those guess, movies. I guess you never know. I do believe in aliens. There's no way. There's no you way. You just never that know. Like we are here by ourselves. You you can't just disregard somebody's belief on that. You may think it's crazy or it sounds different. It's just because it's beyond your realm of thinking and vice versa. How you know some people think no, we we're here because God made us and this is this and Adam and Eve. You know, we're not gonna sit there and be like, no, you're dumb because you believe that. And again, don't do that to somebody else that believes that we were put here by aliens mm-hmm. either. Because, well, really, honest to God, sitting here right now, we can't prove any. We can't. We can't prove it or disprove it. Right. So exactly, don't be hating on each other because you both believe in something make believe. I'm not saying make believe, but something that we can't prove. Well, feel. Be open to the possibilities of it. Yeah, because anything's possible. And yeah. that's cool. That's the cool part about everything that we talk about. Mm-hmm. It is 99.9% of it. We can tell you what the actual like dictionary definition as humans we put it at, but it's all gray area. It's all opinionated as far as how you want to come about it, how you want to explain it, how you view it, how you intake it. Yeah. You know, I just. It's all about perception and your perception is reality. Now, we did. I did put a thing on the Facebook a few weeks ago and i got some of the the answers because i asked what people's thoughts were mm-hmm. on armageddon and we got kelly said <laughs> oh hold on I, oh did i get both of them Kelly, this is hold on <laughs> hold on because i think kelly's the one that put at first it was hated the movie <laughs> <laughs> and then i'm like do you have <laughs> do you have any other thoughts besides the movie i knew that was gonna happen with the whole movie thing uh she said uh lol i do but it's rather boring i just feel it will come in some form life altering yes world ending no so essentially mm-hmm. what you believe but it will be a world awakening most likely for the good of all mankind exactly that's a good one we yeah. like that one and then mary says not you mary <laughs> Says not really Armageddon, but this coronavirus has me thinking of the Matt Damon movie a lot, where a virus killed a big chunk of the population. Huh? Yeah. Then in the herd. Mm-hmm. Stop eating those damn tight pads. The aliens won't. What pads? <laughs> won't need to wipe us out. <laughs> uh, and then Joe Shortridge from Paranormal Two Two Two. Yeah, one of my favorites. <laughs> 
He just said, I just hope you make it on the show before it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Joe. <laughs> they are just so great. I, I can't wait to meet up with them again. That made me laugh. And then he put some, like, funny gifts on there about the end of the world. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and then Travis says, we are we are the aftermath that happened. <laughs> we <laughs> I can't read. Travis says, we are the aftermath that happened 2,020 years ago. like it. I like that, too. Smart so, man, Travis. So maybe we're like, and that was the reset right there, and then here we are. Yep. Big old science experiment. Uh-huh. That's some good thinking. Usually people don't go backwards to think about that way. They're just thinking forward. Yep. I like, I'd like that I like answer, him. too. It made me think. I was like, okay, okay. We All got right. you. We got you, Travis. Pete. Travis. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really hope the world doesn't end with this being our last episode because, <laughs> wow. Hey. Hey, do you, do you think the aliens listen to us? Yes. Hey, did you see that one thing, speaking of aliens, that like every six days or six weeks, some with six, they're getting some radio signals from something way, way out there? I didn't click on the link. I've seen it a few times, uh-huh. but I haven't clicked on the link to read it yet. That wouldn't surprise me. I was like, hmm. But see, see there's that advancedness like where they could like, you know, connect with you telepathically if they wanted to. That's true. E.T. just wants to phone home. Phone home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my finger out. But I'm doing the red rum finger. Red rum. Red rum. <laughs> I got, see, okay, with recording for the True Crime Podcast and the Paranormal, I am one fucked up chick now. I'm just I, saying. Like, go bigger, go home. I'm going XL, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> going extra large. <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty intense. I don't even know if I'm coming or going for my ghost or if I'm an alien or, or what's going on here. Maybe it's a little bit of everything. I did have a question. I've been thinking about this because I think weird things all the time. <laughs> so, okay, you believe in reincarnation, correct? I do. Okay. And you believe in ghosts, but why aren't all ghosts being re- reincarnated? <laughs> reincarnated. Well, sometimes I think um, some are just stuck. You have, okay. your, you have your earthbound energies that are just stuck. And I really kind of think that even if you are reincarnated, we're like, we'll, we're multidimensional. So even though we're on this dimension, our energy could be on several different levels. So maybe some of our past life is on a different dimension where a medium can connect with that part of the vibration okay. to give a message. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so you you can channel that message and, Back and forth. we just don't realize it because we really are, we're meant to be multidimensional. We, right. we are meant to scan different kind of timelines and different vibrations and different zones and to feel that vibration, to time shift, to warp. I, I totally believe in that. The, and the more I research it, the more I see it. That, you know, if you think about it, people speak telepathically all the time. You know, when's the last time somebody said something? You're like, I was just getting ready to say that. Or if you were Every thinking about day. something, you you wanted a glass of wine, and someone handed you a glass of wine, and you're like, I was just oh, thinking about don't that. Don't mind if I do? Yeah. <laughs> Knock your <laughs> well, shit out. That's all right. I got more. Okay. We're all right. Yeah. We're okay. She's a good woman. I ran out of wine the other the other day, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm out of wine. So I texted John. He's like, go check the garage. He bought me strawberry vodka and Aww. strawberry lemonade and didn't tell me until I was like freaking out. I was like, oh, I'm going to hit a rough week. I need to... And I was like, yes, it's, it has been that kind of bad week where I had to skip the wine and go straight to vodka. I was like, yeah. It's been a rough couple of weeks. That I don't has. like it. It's just, like, it's energetically and it's, it's going to talk pass. about Armageddon. I tell you what. Oh, yeah. 
this is damn winter. I got the winter blues bad. And that's why I needed to record with you for sure. Because, yeah, I was getting in a funk and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't like that funk. Nope. It's kind of funky. It is. I, and I feel bad for people. Some people get it really bad. They do. And, you know, that lack of sun, we haven't had oh, any sun whatsoever. I know. We got one right here. Now, <laughs> speaking of the sun, yeah. did you know that uh-uh. there is a group of militant Christians mm-hmm. who believe that aliens have been sent by the devil oh, well, of course. on their way to end the world? Of course. Why wouldn't they think that? You should see this picture, too. I'm going to have to send you the picture. <laughs> I'm going to have to send you the picture so you can post it on the Facebook page. <laughs> like, but why wouldn't they think that? I mean, and everybody has their beliefs. Honestly. But it's it's more fear-based. Not, I don't yes. know. See, okay, all their stuff. Okay, we've decided. Not all their stuff. Now, oh. If you're a Christian and you're listening to this, I love you all the same. But we're talking about, because if you're the kind of Christian that I'm talking about, you're never going to listen to a paranormal podcast. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> I consider myself, like, even that way. A believer so. in God. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I try to do right, you know, by his name and stuff and, you know, all that fun jazz. But everything that we've, well, most of what we've ever said or researched about it, it's something scary. It's never anything like everybody love everybody. It's flowers and sunshine like here. Halfway realistic, right? Well, like from here, and I don't. I might. It doesn't have the year in it, and so okay. I'm not going to get into that. But they say that the beginning of the end of the world started last year on September 23rd. So I don't know if this was like how how long ago this was written. But on September 23rd, the constellation Virgo appeared in the skies. And the significance of this constellation of September was that it appeared a month after the solar eclipse in the U.S. However, we're constantly having solar eclipses and lunar eclipses mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. I, if people really research it, we're constantly going through eclipse season. Well, people we do. don't because they get told, okay, this one's big, this one's big, and then they forget about the one that we had last week. And... Well, we always do. If, uh-huh. if you really research the astrology, this is eclipse season. Like we, right. we constantly Just don't go with what's being put on Facebook yeah. all the time. Do, do your own research type of thing. Exactly. So it was interpreted as being the great sign that was mentioned in Revelation 12.1, which also talks of a woman in the sky. An example, Virgo. And so, you know, they saw that being able to see that constellation as a right. sign that the world was getting ready to come to an end. And the passage reads, a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon, under her feet, and a crown of 12 stars upon her head. So now they think the aliens are being sent here by the devil to end the world. Which is fine. They can believe that. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. I'm not judging. I, I, you got every... I might giggle a little bit. Every I'm not reason judging. to believe that and vice versa, the beliefs that we're talking about right now, you know, giggle at us for saying what we are because they each their own. But why is everything got to be so... You got to point doom fingers. Yeah. Doom and gloom. Doom and gloom. It's... I think they need a fluffer. Oh, I'm probably going to hell right for saying oh, that, but fluffer. <laughs> it's so fluffy. <laughs> so fluffy, I'm gonna die. <laughs> um so okay, you were talking about a picture, we we're talking about Armageddon. So back in like the sixth grade, I'll never forget this picture that I drew. And I wish I still had it. Dad may have it somewhere, I don't know. But we were in art class and I used to be like obsessed with Armageddon. And uh-huh. I'd always try to envision what it was gonna be like. And I had it in my head what it was gonna be like. So they had us draw a a vision of something from the future, uh-huh. essentially is what they did. So we had to draw it with like like those charcoal pieces or whatever. So mine 
was freaking awesome. <laughs> so I always envisioned myself being in the comfort of my own home and everything being normal in my home and then looking out the peephole and seeing like comets coming down, everything on fire. And that's exactly what I drew in my picture. It was I drew the peephole big, mm-hmm. but then drew everything even from like the vision of the people with the comments coming down, the fire, the buildings getting destroyed and stuff. And that's, that's how, cool. and still when I think Armageddon, that's, that picture comes to my mind. I wish I still had that because I was super young when I drew it. And I remember the teacher being like, uh, like I was thinking of you like drawing yourself like with your future husband or something, you know, or going to college or, you know, and I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm dreaming of the end of the world. Cool, right? <laughs> yeah. Do I get an A? She's, uh, you're getting help. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, God, I wish I saw that picture. But I don't know. I'd like to know if that's how everybody kind of envisions it or if you envision it with a with a sickness or with people just losing their shit, you know, with like riots or because if the grid ever went down, that's what would happen. I do believe people would go fucking nuts. Like, no yeah. internet. What do you mean? No yeah. Facebook. They oh, wouldn't have that. Uh, I'm going to flip over some big tables. That backdrop on it. Yeah. Or you think it's going to be like big tsunamis and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want, there's like, I have tons of different past predictions. Ooh. Want to talk about some of them? Yeah. Let's pick some All out. Right. So the first millennium of, I don't know what CE means. So I'm not even going to pretend to know what it means, but it's the first millennium. Oh, okay. So in 66 to 7, the Jewish essence sect of ascetics saw the Jewish uprising against the Romans in 66 to 70, and Judah is the final end time, (laughs) which would, uh, the battle which would bring around the arrival of the Messiah by the authority of Simon, coins were manted declaring the redemption of Israel. And they had, they actually had quite a few in the first millennium. So that's kind of like interesting that it's literally the first millennium. This is the, yeah. the new world. It's, and, and they're, they're like, already they're predicting and they're the like, end. oh, we're all going to die. We're all going to oh, die. I wonder, I'm just so interested. And in, I know some people have that fascination, but it just kind of fascinates me the idea of that. Just what's oh, the yeah, obsession? From way back then. Let's see. And then we have um, in 500s, the. All three predicted Jesus would return in this year, with one of the predictions being based on the dimensions of Noah's Ark. So Noah's Ark's idea, he would mm-hmm. come back through that. He'd come back on a boat? Something. <laughs> huh. In 800, uh, Sextus Julius Africanus, the Christian historian, revised his prediction from the year 500-800. So literally, that prediction of Noah's Ark from the year 500 they revised it. Well, of course they did. Because <laughs> it did, it wasn't fitting. Oh, and there's so many. Okay, so in 1000, Pope Sylvester II, according to several sources, various Christians, clerics, predicted that this date is the millennium, including the Pope Sylvester II. As a result, the riots are said to have occurred in Europe and pilgrims headed east to Jerusalem. Other historians, however, have disputed that any of these events ever took place. But basically, they created a hysteria yeah. from predictions. Because you believe in the church so much that what Which they must say sense, is right. That, ha- that still happens to this day. But I do think more people, instead of being followers, are doing their own research and knowing that it's okay to have your own thoughts. Where back then, it was either you were one way or you were wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so in like the 11th to 15th centuries, like in 1033, this is from like various Christians following the failure of the prediction for January 1st of 1000, 
Some theorists propose that the end of the world would occur a thousand years after Jesus' death instead of his birth. Oh. Which, you know, but it got debunked, obviously, because it didn't happen. Because here we are. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, 1200 to 1260, the Italian mystic determined that the millennium would begin between 1200 and 1260, which would be the middle of a new millennium would be the new world. Right. Recreated. And then 16th century, so which that would be the 1500s, um, there's Sandro Botticelli. This painter believed that he was living during the tribulation and that the millennium would begin in three and a half years from 1500. He wrote into his painting the mystical nativity, or yeah, nativity, the devil was loose and would soon be chained. February 1st, 1524, London astrologers, a group of astrologers in London, predicted the world would end by a flood starting in London based on the calculations made the previous June. 20,000 Londoners lost their homes and headed or left their homes and headed for higher ground. Hmm. So we can get to, there's a lot in that one, the 17th century, which is 1600s, London astrologers. February 1st, 1624. The same astrologers who predicted the deluge of February 1st in 1524 recalculated the date to 100 years later after their first prophecy failed. It's fat. I, I got the whole timeline. There's like, I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling through like literally almost every five to 10 years, they had a prediction of the end of the world. And oh, it's yeah. not to mock it, but it's kind of goes to show you can believe in that, but it doesn't necessarily believe just because you have that fear based, you're looking right. for it. Yeah. You're you're gonna find something if you're looking for it, right? Well, yeah, it, it's you know, it's just well, reality. Yeah, you got some more recent, even like 1800s. Yeah, we're I'm scrolling. There's tons. <laughs> um, I I know there is. Um, that's nuts. So 1800, we have 1806. Mary Bateman. In 1806, a a hen began laying eggs on which the phase <laughs> Christ Sorry. is coming was written. Eventually, it was discovered to be a hoax. The owner, Duh. Mary Bateman, had written on the eggs and a cross of ink so that the so as to etch the eggs. Ah, mm-hmm. God, I can't trust those people they marry. I'm just kidding. You can, man. But what the hell? Like that's like the weirdest thing ever. I know. <laughs> like, like what? What would possess somebody to even like? I think I'm gonna etch in my eggs here that Christ is coming. And I'm going to freak people out. You know, and I think a lot of it came from Boredom? Know, Nostradamus. Oh, where yeah. Where he made a lot of uh, predictions from scrying. And I think For there's sure. a lot of his predictions that came true. But just like any psychic, there's a lot of predictions that did not come true. So and, what he saw and wrote out could be completely different than what it is. Right. And that's what I was going to say. The, the meaning people it took it. Attached to it. Yeah. A, a, a different way than what it was actually supposed to be meant. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. They, they turn it into something. It's drama. Are yeah. you a drama queen or are you a realist? Right. right. You know, living in reality. So the early 20th century, we had the Catholic apostolic church, apostolic church that founded in 1831 claimed that Jesus would return by the time the last of its 12 founding members died. The last member died in 1901. Hmm. And I can go on forever. But is there one? Uh, what what's the last one that you got there? Let's see. Let's scroll. We're, we're scrolling. We're so, scrolling. There's so many. She's scrolling uh, so much as you need a fluffer. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, <me>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Oh god, I fucking love it. Okay, in the two thousands, twenty first century, getting closer. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I hope. 
<laughs> I hope to say that this weekend. <laughs> Sorry. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. <laughs> okay, so 2020. This prediction. 2020? I know. That's now. This, Sorry. <laughs> well, you're going to feel relieved, so don't be too worried. Okay. Okay. Right, this prediction was made by Jean Dixon. She predicted, or he predicted that Armageddon would take place in 2020. Oh, she previ- previously predicted the world ending on February 4th in 1962, but now has done it, predicted it for now. Hope not. She probably, is she still oh. alive? I don't know. Huh. Sounds like. And hmm. so then we have 2021. Okay. F. Kenton Shore, the American pastor, bases his prediction on the prior suggestion that Jesus would return in 1988, within one biblical generation of the founding of Israel in 1948. Before, oh, Pastor argues. That is what she said. It is what she said. Get out of there. <laughs> Bistor argues that the prediction was correct, but that the definition of a biblical generation was incorrect. It was actually 70 to 80 years, placing the second coming of Jesus between 2018 and 2028 and the rapture by 2021 at its latest. Oh, the rapture is another thing. Cause that ties into the end. Oh, 2129. Oh. According to Abjad interpretation of a hadith, this Sunni Muslim theolo- theologian wrote that the about the I'm not even gonna try to pronounce it, oh, no, which right. expects the end of twenty one twenty nine. We'll be gone by then, right? Yep, we'll be good. Okay, right. again. <laughs> so that's just some of it. I could, I could. Um, oh, I, because yeah. then I have. We could go on forever. I'm sure. I have like the failed predictions. I told I, I told you at the beginning so that it just kept on. Most of them are failed. It just kept on getting weirder and weirder as I went. So, but again, there might not be completely failed. It's just how we took it. We're like, oh my god, everything's gonna end. No, oh, yeah. it could it just could be, the, be, you know, the the, the the extinction of a certain animal or mm-hmm. you know something smaller. We're thinking on such a huge scale that we're like, <gasps> and that's scary. Yeah, the, the smaller your scale. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Kinda. I concur. I concur, sir. <laughs> Anything else besides That's you it. need a prepper? <laughs> so if anybody wants to, some ideas on prepping, hey, hit me up. I'm all for that conversation. <laughs> if you want any ideas for a fluffer, don't hit me up. <laughs> Do not hit me up for a fluffer. Prepper all the way. I think yeah. it's fun. Um, If I was not into podcasting, I probably would still do it because it's kind of an awesome hobby, too, because you kind of teach yourself to live off the land. That, I kind of like that idea, And stuff like that. And yeah. you find like-minded people that will be in your crew, you know, because you don't want a lot of people. But maybe, just enough. Maybe, you know, let's say five to ten. Because you're going to have to protect yourself. You're going to have to protect your families. You know, that type of thing. And there's so many different ways to go about that. And people in their research and then inventing things that will last, well, forever, but last without having to use electricity and stuff like that. You know, because so many people are so dependent on that. So many people would die off of the grid. They really would. Oh, yeah. But because they would not have a clue. So even if it's not something you want to like, like start buying stuff for whatever i say buy a book on it or do Mm -hmm. your research on it just because it is kind of interesting and it may not even be you know the grid goes out or the end of the world you don't even got to consider yourself a prepper but to know kind of i guess your basics for survival alone would be helpful in anything because okay let's say something just terrible happened just in your town or you know i i don't know so many so much weird shit could happen that you would never guess what happened but to know the little bit of survival 
to, I, I, I would know how yeah. to keep myself warm if I had those items, which I don't anymore because I thought I needed my bug out bag. It was the coolest bag ever. Well, it probably was, yeah. And always get beef jerky. Beef jerky is a good thing to have in your bug out bags or in your kits of any kind and then airtight it for sure. Beef jerky. You can actually buy the kits at Walmart. Really? Uh, the emergency kits, yeah. And it's, I, I think it's for like a week for a family of fours and these little things. But you can easily make your own. Like, this should probably be an episode all on its own. Now that I'm we off should. thinking, I, I should get my cousin on here because I don't like... He can't give out too much information. Again, that's where it comes into you doing your, your own research because you don't want to give away your ideas. Yeah. But, you know... Do your research you and, then, and then education. modify things to work for you and your family. Say you're a family of four and you're like, man, I need to build a bunker. And the bunkers don't even got to be buried underground. On one episode of The Preppers, these people, they built a, it's almost like a fortress, but it's built with the, the storage containers, those big ones, and they're bulletproof. So they'll go out and they'll uh, target practice on their house. Oh, gosh. But you can't get past that. And you're going to get shot if you try to climb up because they're going to fucking shoot you. But in the middle, they have their gardens. They have everything to be self-sufficient. That's cool. I I think so. You know, and they solar, you know, they use solar, everything, you know, and, and if you wanted, a lot of people get those um, storage containers right underground. You can get them dug into your ground for a whole lot of money. You can get it done for you and designed just for your family. I've watched a show on that before and it's like, holy shit, beautiful, like almost houses, but they're completely underground. No, opposite way. Wow. Fascinating. (laughs) But they're underground and you would never know. Like, yeah, you got your vents or whatever, but they they like put like a bush over top so you can't tell what it is. That's cool. It is because that's essentially what you want. If shit's to go south, you don't want to be seen. That's true. Yeah. You know, I mean, and some people are like, yeah, it's like the purge. But not me. I got kids and stuff. I'd want us to be safe, wait for shit to settle down. It'd be scary as fuck. Have your own Netflix, like, but, recorded. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, there's a lot of ways to prep. And, and also, just not prepping for the end of the world, like I said, for, for any type of shit that may go down, because we just never know. But on different levels, too. Totally do your research. If anything... It'd give you a laugh, but I guarantee you'll learn something. That's right. Because I thought it was ridiculous at first, too. And then I'm like, oh, it kind of makes sense. And then... It does. Depending on what you're prepping on, even if, like, you lose your job or something, you're covered food-wise for a while. Food's <laughs> fucking expensive. That's true. Yeah. I mean, and you're golden. Cheap. No. You know, you stock up when you have the money to do so, or when you see it on sale, or, you know... Mm-hmm. Do yep. it the right way. Make sure you're not, you know, keeping outdated stuff. Whatever. Okay. I'm I'm getting too in-depth with it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just right. all about it. <laughs> I'm into everything. It's the weirdest thing, really. I'm into everything, but I'm not into anything. It's strange. It's okay. However, I love podcasting. Not committal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been known to. <laughs> so I got, I got a couple things here. Okay, I got a page of things here. <laughs> so keep a lookout for the events that we'll be at this year. <laughs> Yay! So I'm like kind of really excited about all of them, and I'm hoping to add a few more it's as we be go. Fun. Yeah, um, we will be adding our vacation once we can actually sit down and set a date, type of thing. Mm-hmm. That's really all I'm waiting for. Because I know how much longer I I because I, I need to save. Because I don't want to have a limit on anything. Like if I see something and I want it, I want to be able to buy it when I'm out there. <laughs> That's true. I just don't want to be like, oh, I need it. Uh, I gotta, gotta save it. Yeah. 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 So, yay. So, anyway, June 6th, we'll be at the Gypsy Festival. Mm-hmm. Where's that at? That should be in, um, I, it's uh, hard to say. 
It's like a, it's by um, it's like Charlevoix. It's hard to say. It's wherever she wants it to be. Where the hell it is? <laughs> but I do that's believe that's funny. how you say it. Okay, and then September fifth will be at the Festival of Oddities, which I just kind of keep getting more and more excited about because the Festival of Oddities. Well, it's full of odd shit, which is fucking awesome. That's right. And it's put on by So Dead Podcast, the two gals that do that, but the one step down. Uh, I'm hoping that they'll both be there, though. But they put all that on, and it's it's going to be awesome because it's all very odd, weird stuff, and it's just, oh, and we're going to be there. <laughs> we'll, we'll fit right in then, won't we? We sure will. So totally look that, that one up on Facebook because you'll see who's all going to be there and the different unique vendors and all that. It's going to be like... That shit ton of fun. October 9th will be at Little Traverse Bay Parafest in Traverse Bay. Um, October 17th is our event, which is called Paraholistic Event. And 50% of ticket sales are going to Autism Alliance of Michigan. That was a lot to say. <laughs> we still have a couple vendor spots open. So if you are interested, unique vendors and probably like one or two more readers. Mm-hmm. Of, of readers of any type. It doesn't have to just be... I want to say fortune <laughs> but like I I'm really interested in the in the past life readings. Uh, what are some other ones? I can't like palm readers. Palm readers. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, you know, just a different even scryers. If you want to come and do that, or not do it, but if people have questions on that, I think that would be oh, really yeah. awesome. Yeah. You can teach people how to do it. I, if you want to be a speaker on scrying, email us at paranormal at ParanormalXL at writeme.com. <laughs> yeah. Um, and don't forget the first three listeners to send us show ideas for our anniversary show. Get a Paranormal XL flashlight. Oh, my God. That is so exciting. I like love those shit. things. I'm always like, they're bright as shit. <laughs> they're little, but they're bright as shit. Again, with that, don't forget to include your shipping address so we know where to send it. Yeah, because all three of our listeners are going <laughs> to... We love oh, you. <laughs> so it's a race. Oh, yeah. Four. That's right. Because the kids in the house, we make them, <laughs> we make them download it. Um, also, check out the tiers on Patreon. We offer a few different levels with some awesome perks. Just go to patreon.com slash paranormalxl. Links are also on our Facebook page. Now, I talked about that before. I'm going to start getting back into that now that we've put our time in and stuff like that. Patreon, it gives you different levels if you... And this is where I'm like, I feel bad even saying this, but you pay for the extra stuff where we would, we're still going to put out these awesome episodes. They'll mm-hmm. never stop. And we'll put out our videos. We'll put out mini episodes here and there, our interviews and stuff. But with the Patreon, you would get extra stuff. Um, and there's the different levels. Again, if you just want to look at them, that's cool too. I mean, they start at $1 a month. That's $12 a year, whatever. You you get the extra episodes. You get your name in the episodes. Um, and there's a few other things that you get i set it up a while ago i should have that right in front of me and i think it i believe it goes up to like five dollars a month then at five dollars a month you actually get quite a bit it's Mm -hmm. just it's just to help with our equipment getting our equipment better travel expenses so we can get you those awesome interviews that we want to get and just it it's putting back into the podcast and, and giving you better material that's right i'm like a better show (laughs) a better fluff Yes, better fluff. I mean, it can't get much better than this. I'm just saying because we love all you guys and we think all you guys are great for listening alone. Like I said, this part will never stop. The random giveaways will never stop. It's just, yeah, just check it out and you'll and you see. And, there's, and then you can consider yourself things. I got one. The first tier is the orb. So you, you'd be an orb. 
And then there's a few. Oh, gosh, I should have printed that out. Because I was like, I remember back when I set it up. I'm like, oh, these are such fun names. (laughs) (laughs) Then they could be like, yo, I'm an orb member. You know, and then I'd read your email, and then it'd be like totally awesome. And I'd be like, "You're a cool orb, man." It'd be I, pretty sweet. I can totally see your orb. Oh man, this is awesome. <laughs> but then I th- believe on that one and all of them, you kind of get thrown into like different odd um, giveaways and stuff like that. So again, just well, that's the ch- best part. Yeah, heck yeah, and and I love putting stuff together for giveaways. It. Um, so again, just to at least check out our Patreon page. It's P A T R E. ON.com slash paranormal XL. That'll take you right to ours. When you go there, it'll it'll show the different tiers right away and what you get. Mm-hmm. And then there's also a thing where you, you can donate a one time thing too. So and then you get stuff. So that's cool. Yeah. So we may. Next time I probably come over, maybe I'll bring it up and we'll go through it. If you want to add some things in there, whatever. Right, if you yeah. want wanted to add in like some readings or something, you know, you can do over the yeah, I would do Skype readings. Yeah. That, or even through Messenger if you don't want to do Skype. I, I do readings through Messenger all yeah, the time. Yeah, you know, that that's something, you know, if, yeah. It, Three card reading. Yeah, it's just a little something extra for you guys. And I know we just absolutely love you guys anyway. And our loyal listeners, you guys, the freaking rock. We do know who you are, just so you know. We yeah. see you. No, Ooh, that's really. so creepy. <laughs> oh my god, I just scared ourselves. <laughs> so remember to listen to some guided meditation on Mama Mary's podcast. That's right. Spiritual voices. And then she uses that voice that it's just nice. sends you into deep, deep, deep meditation. It's my sex phone operator's voice. <laughs> yeah. She's got that voice, and I'm all like trying to sing that's, everything. That's my fluffer voice. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. We know. We know. Uh, we're like spiking out the microphones. <laughs> I love it. So, mm, so Mary's got her meditation podcast. My other podcast will be launched March 13th, which is also Friday the 13th. That's awesome. Uh, that is due to launch then. <laughs> it is True Crime XL. And my main co-host on that is Courtney from Salem. And then Sean, just Sean. <laughs> I can't say where he's from, but he's also jumps in there with some um, episodes with me. And but we have some really awesome uh, interviews lined up with that. That that one's going to be a lot of fun. Like I said, it's going to really fuck up my head between <laughs> the paranormal stuff that we get into and in the mm-hmm. investigations and stuff, and then getting into like the true crime stuff. Like I don't even know that I'm going to be drinking a lot more. I'm probably going to need right. some meetings. Like I don't know. <laughs> We'll have some meetings in the gypsy wagon. We will. Always right. do. <laughs> but, so, on March 13th, I will link that up to the Paranormal Facebook page, too. Just like with Mama's meditations. Just just listen to everything, because everything's just, just great. Everything's just great. You know what? Also listen to... Um, 222 Paranormal Podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Joe and Jen, their brother and sister, their podcast is freaking awesome. And they are just, they're just super nice people. Joe always reaches out. Like, they're just really super down-to-earth people. But they, they have fun doing it. I, I just, I love listening to That's them. That's the only way to do it. Hell, just yeah. have fun. Hell, yeah. Yep. And then So Dead Podcast, they're based right out of uh, Lansing. Oh. And they do, like, the true crime serial killers right around Lansing in the Michigan area. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they do lives, and then they have tacos at their lives because they, they, they release their episodes for Taco Tuesdays. Oh, my God. For true tacos. crime. True crime and tacos. Does that's what they call it, yeah. Tacos? I don't know. Her name's Jen, too. 
Maybe we should get a hold of her. I've talked to her a few times. I love walking tacos. We're going to have that at Destiny's 18th birthday party, actually. Oh. Boom. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Bam. Thank you, Destiny. Bam. Oh. No, not thank Destiny. Thank Destiny's oh. mom. Thanks, <laughs> Gigi. Thanks, Gigi. <laughs> So, anyway, where the hell were we? Oh, we just know. keep rambling. This is great. Um, also, thank you about doing a monthly newsletter via email. Mm-hmm. Um, so, let us know your email if you would like to be included in this. With that, please try, try, try to send that through email. Then I can just save it and then add you to the list versus the whole Facebook thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of the Facebook things because they're all linked together. Oh, God, yes. And I feel so bad. Mm-hmm. I do because we, it's I can't find it all. Look at all of it. Yeah. yeah. But I I think a monthly newsletter where whether we're covering a topic you can just read or we're kind of touching base on what we're doing or what's coming up. I think that'd be kind of something fun for each of us to do. Yeah. To add into it or Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, So, again, that will also be something that you would automatically get if you sign up for a Patreon, too. So, and then, oh. We'll just we'll just end this shit right now. I don't got a little table to flip over, but we're gonna get me one. We're gonna flip the shit. <laughs> so don't yuck someone else's yum. Ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs>